at some point, at some point, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta realize, I gotta acknowledge my emotions when it comes to my rating. This is the thing about being a fan uh, uh, to your favorite sports team, whether it's football, basketball, baseball, soccer, especially soccer, soccer. I mean, all the sports, but I just know on on soccer, there's a different level. But when it comes to this football shit, man. Um, I've been a Raiders fan. I, I I was born a Raiders fan. I know some people say that a lot. It's just it's it's the corny thing to say, but that's the truth. Like when I was born in '82, that was like prime years for the Raiders and shit like that. Not only that, that was all I seen in my house. Not just on TV. It was the Raider caps and the Laker caps and shit like that. And obviously, you know, I knew about the Kings. Yo, shout out to NWA because I knew about the Kings through them than then watching a goddamn hockey game. Uh, and then, obviously, the Dodgers and shit like that. But when you rank your favorite teams of all time, and we're not talking about by season, we're talking about just franchise in general, you know, you have your favorite. So, to me, everybody know, if you follow me on Twitter, you know I, I speak mostly, I mean, if you listen to the show, mostly what I talk about is my Raiders and my Lakers. UCLA, yeah, I throw them in there, especially during football season, basketball season too. But when it comes to college basketball, I, unless it's like a, a, a huge matchup, you probably won't hear me talk about UCLA basketball that much, you know, around the tournament time. Uh, as well as other teams too in, in college basketball. But for th- for this year, you know, it has been a lot going on, especially in bas- in professional basketball and professional football. Let me tell you, 12 Cal, about my Raiders and how we gave up a game against a team that, that we just wasn't supposed to lose to, right? I sit up here and talk all this shit, and and rightfully so, because it's still the truth. Whether they lost or they win, when the Raiders come back to L.A., it it is almost a home game. I'm going to say almost a home game because, honestly, the Ram fans and the Charger fans, respectfully, they they out here. You know, any day uh, the Chargers can go back to San Diego and they'll be walking with open arms. And I don't even think the city of L.A. will be upset at all. With the Rams, uh, maybe it's some mixed emotions there, but it just feel like they, it just feel kind of different. But they fan bases here nonetheless, and they got a super dope stadium. We played against the Rams, who had no Cooper Cup, no uh, Aaron Donald, and no Matthew Stafford. Three of their top three players were out, and more. And we still lost. And here's the thing. I've been saying this since I found out the stat. If you run the ball, everybody knows this. No matter what team you root for, if you run the ball, you will have passing success. Okay? Even though there's a high school, (laughs) there's a high school right now that passed the ball only seven times this season and completed none of those seven, and they have an undefeated record. And they're going to the state championship because they run the ball all the guy. I think they have a total of 73 goddamn touchdowns. And I forgot the high school it is. But Jesus Christ. Anyhow, normally when you run the ball in football, it opens up the passing game, right? You're bringing your front eight a little bit closer. You're opening it up for them receivers, crossing patterns, you know, fly routes, all kind of shit. 
and I got to get to that in a minute. We got to get to the uh, fantasy playoffs in a minute because that's that starts this week for most people. The way we lost that game is like we played down. They were saying in the beginning of the week, because it was a Thursday night game, they were saying in the in the beginning of the week, D Murph, that they will try to psych out the Raiders by mentioning, you know, they don't have this player, they don't have this player, which puts them in a trap game. They brought on Baker Mayfield, who just got there a day ago, not even a full 24 hours. And he suited up and he went 98 yards to beat us. Here's the messed up part. I've been saying for a while that if you run the ball and if Josh Jacobs rushed for over 100 yards, we most likely win the game. Because every 100-yard game that Josh Jacobs has had, the Raiders have won. The man, it was a third and one, a import, a pivotal fucking third and one. We even got to a fourth and one because we couldn't come. We couldn't complete the fucking third and one. We run the ball up the middle. We are stopped immediately. They was looking for that. They was looking for that to the point where if they if if they would have ran a bootleg, Derek Carr could have skipped his ass to the goddamn end zone. They was ready for that goddamn run. They stuffed it right. Third and one. It went completely nowhere. He didn't go backwards. He didn't go forwards. It was it was fourth and one. Why didn't we go for it? Why didn't we go for it? Because apparently we did give them too much time to march down the field. Our defense is that bad. Our defense is that bad. Have they shown up in situations like that before? Yeah, but very it's not not a lot. They don't have too many uh examples of stopping a team under a minute up. They don't have too many examples. So why would you do that? And honestly, did we have something to play for? Yes, because technically if we went out, we got action. Maybe we needed some help along the way, but guess what's going to happen? What those teams are those teams that that we need to help from, watch they as end up losing. Watch they end up losing and they come back and say, "Well, if the Raiders would have did this, they probably would have got in." But that was too late. It's too fucking goddamn late. Now I got to go back to hanging my hat on. Well, look at all the fucking close games that we were in. In with some of those games, we were up in the fourth quarter. And we've given away 19-point leads, 18-point leads, 13-point leads. Are you fucking kidding? When a year before, it was the total opposite where we would be down by 14 or 17 points and then come back and win the game. Why not go for it on fourth and one? Why not pick a better play on third and one? And that might have been the best play. Not the best play. But that was one of the, that was a good, I obviously run the ball so we can kill the clock. But you gave the ball back to a quarterback and hear me out. And I know Baker Mayfield is not an elite quarterback or anything like that. But he was elite that second half that night. And I say the second half because the first half we was on his bumper. And when he was throwing it to reason, now they, they got Jefferson over there, but he's a second, third tier receiver at best until the boys come back. And so now you got this other name, Strodorinsky. I don't know his name. He got long hair. Y'all made this nigga the star of the week, at least for in LA. We ain't gonna never see him again when those receivers come back. Or he might be the making of somebody. Who knows? I don't want to shit on him like that. But you give the ball back to Baker Mayfield, and it was a phenomenal punt. Like, everything 
that we didn't do, I thought we corrected it with the next play. So they played it safe, kicked the ball on fourth and one. Nice punt. The ball rolls down all the way to the two-yard line. To the two-yard line, 12 cow. And we could not play defense. On top of that, on top of that, on top of getting a great now, after that, again, let's not worry about spilled milk, you say. Right, Baylor? So we get a sack on Baker Mayfield. Right? We get a sack on Baker Mayfield. And number 90, I, and I, I didn't even write his name down. And I and then technically I'm not even sure if I can pronounce his last name. Didn't even know we had this cat on the line. Number 90 decided to get a fucking penalty, a delay a game penalty, and gave them a first down. So that yardage that was taken away, I mean that that well, the yardage that we had got back from the sack. Not to mention no momentum. That's the important thing. It's not just about the yardage that you get back. You know what I mean? It's the time that you're chipping away on the clock. It's the yardage that you get back on the defense. And it's the momentum. When you got that momentum, it helps you play better. Momentum will have you do shit that you can't do in a regular mind state. We already know this. Right? He gets a fucking delay of the game. I think it was, was it a delay of game? Or was it a uh, unsportsmanlike conduct? I think it was an unsportsmanlike conduct play. That's what it was. Unsportsmanlike conduct. He could have got hit with both of them. I just know it ended up in 15 yards. It ended up with 15 uh, 15 yard penalty first down. I think it was an automatic first down. Now Baker Mayfield. Keep in mind, we given we have given the ball back to a quarterback who has nothing to lose. The quarterback position is not even for his to take. He's literally there because they don't believe in the backup quarterbacks that they already had on the roster. Literally. No lie. Like, he's not – if anything, Baker Mayfield will be the backup quarterback ready to go if Matthew Stafford goes back down again, or he's just putting on a display for other teams to see him so he can go to those teams. Like, he's going to get another job. Hell, I mean, the Rams job could probably even be his if Matthew Stafford don't, you know, get his shit together. And I'm not saying on him, but, like, injury-wise and stuff like that, it might be shipped off to him. Or he might be fine with the backup. I doubt it. I think he will get another starting position somewhere. He just one of those quarterbacks I think will get a starting position somewhere. But you give him the quarterback the ball with nothing to lose. They don't even have to go to the fucking playbook. They just got to throw some plays out there that makes him feel comfortable and he has to deliver the ball. And that's what he did. And that's what he did. But did we lose the game on that touchdown drive? No. We lost the game. Why? Because Derek Carr and that offense didn't want to play aggressive. They felt like the defense was flying around so they could lackluster on offense. We only put up, uh, what, 16 points or something like that? Yeah, we only put up 16 points against a team that's depleted right now. You got to put up at least 30 to hush niggas up. 16, that's only, that's really only two possessions at best. You know what I'm saying? Two touchdowns, two uh, two point conversions. Trust me, the Cardinals did it before. So, 
you give the ball back. You can't stop them. You wasn't aggressive enough in the first half. Yes, but not enough. Not enough. You put up more points against the Chiefs. You put up more points against the Chargers. You put up more points against the Seahawks. You put up more points against teams that you had to put up points for offensively. But then you play down. I love Derek Carr as a Raider. I do. I do. But eventually, we got to move on. Because he hasn't shown me that he wants to step up and be that elite quarterback. Because right now, I'm just tired of making excuses for him. And I feel like I'm going to make another excuse saying, give him another season. Give him a full another season with his healthy. And again, I know we not we don't have uh, Waller. We don't have Winfro. But fuck it. We still was managed to, 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 to be up. Like, that's where great teams prevail. When they do lose, example, the opposite team you just lost to. They don't have a starting quarterback. They don't have a starting receiver. They don't have a star de- uh, defensive lineman. And they still won a game with a, not even a backup quarterback. He was just a quarterback that he just brought over there. It's frustrating being a Raiders fan because we get emotional for certain games, not the whole season. As a Raider fan for some seasons, I was used to just clocking out and just saying, yo, I'm just watching the game just to be watching my boys. You know what I'm saying? No playoff hopes, none of that shit or whatever. But now that they've given us a taste of success a little bit, we want more. The history of the Raiders, one of the most well-known franchises in, in the entire world, bro. This is just not a regional thing. The whole world knows that logo. The Pirate. They know but y'all want to sit up there and act like, yo, this is, and this is what I wanted to tweet to the Raiders. I damn near would have got blocked on Twitter by the Raiders. Cause I'm like, this is what y'all give us. I did tweet out the Raiders don't care about me. They don't. Y'all got some of the most loyal fans in the in whole entire planet. And this is how you repay them. More and more and more, we know it's a, it's, it's a money-making machine. You know what I'm saying? It's a, it's a, it's a money-driven world, and we get that. Y'all about y'all business. But at some point, are y'all going to ever consider that, nigga, we got to see some championships here and there? I mean, at least my Lakers are starting to play a little bit better. You know what I'm saying? The past couple of games, they're starting to play a lot better. I'm starting to see it come together. Now, do we still need a shooter or two? I think we definitely do. Honestly, I believe the roster that we got is cool, but I know we got to lose something to add something. And in all honesty, I'm done with my Raiders. In all honesty, if we just added a shooter or two, just a shooter or two, and we might have to lose something big. But I like seeing Russ come off the bench. I like how AD is playing harder. I like how Bron is playing harder. Because at, at one point, Ron looked like it was just, from time to time, he just looked like he's done. And rightfully so. It, it's no diss. Some of y'all Bron fans is a little too emotional for me. Like, too much, right? It, in a funny type of way. But we're calling out the truth. Like, eventually, if, if, eventually, Father Time will, will win. You could prolong it. Tom Brady, you can prolong it. 
uh, LeBron James, but eventually it's going to be right there. You can't play forever. And these cats are more athletic. They quick. You know what I mean? Not necessarily stronger. You know, some cats are not as strong as other cats, but the athleticism for them to get to the spots what much quicker and then to jump a little bit higher for them to last longer for them to play more games. That matters. They might not talent wise. They might not be there. They're not a team. They're, they're not. There's not a lot of players that's going to go out there and just carry a franchise. No, but they got a lot more players that can help the star the two stars that are the two superstars carry your franchise. That's what the NBA is right now. They changed the whole game. Three pointers are now the new mid range. And then you got athleticism all over the court. That's just what it is. It ain't when they one of those, these older teams are going to win. I mean, you might have some, but you got to sprinkle in some youth. I think Lonnie Walker and Austin Reeves are the best two supporting players that we have why because one or the other gonna come off the bench you know what i'm saying they might swap sometimes i prefer both of them to, to to start actually but they just play man you know what i'm saying and and lonnie walker brings that spark but he also what did he and i understand a lot of cats didn't watch him in college and he didn't really do that like that in college you know what i'm saying because we already know college is more of a team sport some uh, most most programs don't let you unleash unless you that nigga, but he can get to the cup and he raises the energy by being Luke Skywalker. You feel me? Now, Austin Reeves is somewhat the same thing, probably not as athletic or whatever, but he can shoot that thing. Yo, low key, he could dribble. He can get to the cup. You know what I'm saying? And he 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 played with an extra little extra uh to him. You feel me? Yo, if those cats, like I said, if those two continue to average anywhere between 15 and 20 points each, we got action. It's just that I'm worried about the bench that we need. I'm worried about the bench that we need. We're going to need some cats to come out because that AD and Russ connection, A1. Hell, that the Russ to, to Braun connection is A1. You know what I mean? For real. Uh, Austin Reeves and Braun play great together. And Russ and AD play great together. We got to figure it out. We got to keep it going. But we've been playing better, though. And I like it. I like it. I'm not mad at it. So, you know, fantasy football playoffs is coming up. That means I'm about to start getting into basketball a little bit more heavier because that means the playoffs, the real playoffs for NFL will be coming up soon. I got a good chance of winning winning, you know, three leagues, money leagues. I'm not sure how it's going to pan out or whatever because injuries have played a factor with my team. So y'all pray for me heading into these playoffs. Overrun with BTG. I got to go use the bad tune 12, Cal. But fantasy football playoffs is on the way. I'm locked and loaded.